Boker Tov Rabotai, it's Rabbi Kaman Akiva Kovacs with the Mishnah Yomi for Yud Dalid Benisan, wishing everyone a Chag Kosher V'Sameach. Hopefully you're listening to the Mishnah Yomi while you uh, burn or chew up the last of your chametz. And I hope to put out, Bezrat Hashem, the Mishnah Yomi for Shabbat, for Saturday. I hope to put that out Friday afternoon, God willing. But today we are proceeding in Kilayim, finishing the fifth parak, Bezrat Hashem starting the sixth parak. Mishnachet in Perakei, Hamakayim Kotzim Bekerem, someone who allows thorns to grow in the vineyard. Rabbi Lezer Omer Kiddush, Lezer says that causes an Isser of Kilayim, and he would have to burn up the thorns and the vines near it. We saw maybe even 45 vines in a circle around it. Chochamim Lo Kiddush. The sages say these thorns in the Kerem do not make a problem of Kiddush, of the bad, the bad Kiddush. El only species that people cultivate on purpose and mekayim on purpose, that causes a problem. So what's Rabbi Eliezer talking about is because in Arabia, they would cultivate thorns to feed to their camels. So every morning, maybe we should say, gamal. Thank God I'm not a camel chewing on thorns. And because the Arabians would, would cultivate thorns, davka for, for use as animal fodder, Rabbi Eliezer says people shouldn't allow thorns to grow anywhere in any country inside their vineyard, because we see people cultivate this for, for use. Now, it's an interesting comparative sugya in the Gemara in Shabbos Samech Hay about women going out with different clothing on Shabbos into a Shusarabim where there might be issues of carrying. And we said there that women are allowed to wear what we would call today a burqa or hijab, or these, these sort of um, Arab-style garments that were required they were never a Jewish custom to wear such things, never a Jewish thing, but the, these Arabs or Persians required such things at different periods of their religious fanaticism uh, for their women. So because they required it for their women, Jewish women wore them as well in those countries. So he said in Shabbos that, that women could wear those anywhere because they were worn by women in those countries. It wasn't an issue of carrying. But here we hear the Chochamim disagree with Rabbi Yazar, and they said, by Kilim, it's different just because these, those guys are growing thorns over in Arabia doesn't mean that people, Davka, want thorns to be grown and cultivated in their vineyards. The Mishnah continues, Arus, and the Arus is translated, maybe it's some sort of fern, maybe it's an iris, Hakisum, or ivy, Shoshana Tamelech, or the rose of the king, which is apparently a white lily, Komi and all such seeds, Einan Kilim Bekerim. These are not Kilim in the Kerim. Now, these are not Davar Shekobako These are not things people cultivate on purpose. If some of these happen to uh, sprout up in the vineyard, you say, okay, fine, not a big deal. You go about your day. You're not going to Davka take it home and make use of it for anything. It's not something people cultivate and are on purpose. Mission continues, a cannabis, cannabis, hemp, or bitarfenomer, enum kilime. He says, this is not something people grow on purpose. It's not kilime. Obviously, or bitarfen never been to California. Chachamim omim kilime. Chachamim say, no, it is used to the hemp fibers were used to make baskets and ropes and things like this. So people do sometimes grow this on purpose and it would be something normally cultivated and make kilime in a vineyard. Hakinras, and an artichoke, even though it lasts underground for several years, it is treated like vegetables and is considered a vegetable to make kilayim in the kerem. Mazel tov rabotai, we're finished the fifth parak. On to parak vav, Mishnah Aleph, Ezehu Aris, what is training of the vine? 
It appears aris might be related, cognate to the word eris, a cradle or a crib. So what's going on is he's planting vines and then he's taking the, what we called se'ar before, the hair, meaning the leaves and the vines, and he's pulling it in one direction or putting it on a structure, as we're going to see. Anotea shor shalchamesh gefanim betzada gader. Someone plants five plants in a row, five grapes in a row, next to a fence that's ten tefachim tall. Or next to a ditch, which is ten tefachim deep and four tefachim across. And I've seen in the previous parak, both this fence and a ditch of these dimensions constitute a hefsek, a division in his vineyard. So you give these five plants that are now trained, are now aris, the normal spacing of a vineyard for amot. We call it avodato, the workspace where you bring in your wagon and your ox and your workers to take care of the grapes. It gets for amot, and obviously nothing can be planted within those for amot. So the chiddush here is, even though this is five in one row, and we've learned previously, you really need five plants in two rows, a row of three and a row of two, to make a legal karam. But here, since you're training these vines into a ditch or onto a structure, it looks more like an official karam, and even five in one row is a karam and needs that four amma space. But how do we measure that? The Mishnah continues, We measure from the bottom of the plant, from the, the, where the plant goes into the ground, to the field. So as long as the base of these plants is four amot from your field, your vineyard's okay and your field is okay. Bedhilo omrim mina goder says, no, we measure from the fence. Now this is the fence you've trained the grapevines onto. You need four amot away from the fence to the next door field where you're planting your vegetables or your wheat or whatever else it is, the other species. So here it comes out uh, that Beit Shammai is more makel. If you have the vine, the vines are planted on the on the right of the fence, and then they're trained towards the left onto the fence, and then you have a four amot gap. You wouldn't even need a four amot gap from the fence to the field, which is even further to the left. You just need four amot from the base of the grapevines. Rabbi Amar Rabbi Yochanan ben Nori, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nori throws a wrench at this. Toim, it's a mistake. Kol Omim Ken. If you're saying like this, Elaim Yesham Arba Amot Meker Gefanim Legader. He says, really, what they're talking about is if there's four amot between the base of the plants themselves and the fence or the structure they're being trained onto, you have to give it its avoda space, its workspace, four amot, zoreta motor. But you could technically plant something else in the remainder. Now, this is interesting because technically you could have your grapevines growing straight up, but then they could be going over, going overhead five amot on some sort of trellis or rod or structure. And then onto the fence, which if you have five ama gap, you'd have one ama of farmable area for another species. It seems that it would only work if those other species are not directly under those vines that are overhead. The kama he avoda the geffen, and how much is the workspace for what for a singular geffen? He says, in that case, you'd only need six tvachim around the geffen. Or bikiva mer shlosha. Bikiva is even more makele. He says you don't even need need three. He says it wouldn't be a real kerem, be too much of a gap between the vines and the fence, so it wouldn't be considered a legal carom that needs arba amot, it would just be some vines that happen to be going overhead to a fence, and the other area would be farmable next to the fence. Mazel tov, hakasher v'sameach.